your commuting home with Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis on 77 WABC. So now we have Congresswoman Nicole Meliotakis on with us to let us know what is going on. So it looks like McCarthy lost his 13th consecutive vote, but it looks pretty promising that you guys are... I heard rumors that 10 o'clock could be the magic time. Uh, What what say you, Nicole? Yeah, we're we're hopeful we can seal the deal at 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, We've been working in good faith, all the members collectively, to um, hash out some other, uh, you know, rules changes and an agreement uh, where we would be happy with proceeding now uh, with the House. Now, as you know, I've been supportive of uh, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, I voted for him uh, all, was it 14 rounds now? Um, and uh, I'm, I'm very pleased to see that the momentum is moving in his favor and that the holdouts uh, are joining, you know, Jim Jordan, President Donald Trump, myself, 91% of the conference, as well as uh, over half the Freedom Caucus in supporting uh, Leader McCarthy, who uh, we believe uh, has really worked collectively with our group to see how we can improve the House. Nobody wants to be in a chamber that was run the way Nancy Pelosi ran it. We want to be able to have time to read the bills. We want to be able to make sure that the bills that we're passing are not contributing further to inflation. We want to make sure that we're responsible and working to pay down our debt and, and working toward a balanced budget. Um, so if we're spending money, it has to come from somewhere. It can't come out of the sky like the socialists think, think it does. Um, so I think we're making tremendous progress. It's, a, it's you know, troubling to me that it took so long to get here, particularly when for months we had been working together uh, very honestly to uh, seek improvements to the way that the House functions. Um, but nonetheless, it, we have made progress today. And the remaining holdouts are people who I think uh, just don't like uh, – Kevin McCarthy for maybe personal reasons, um, but uh, you know, and, that, and that's unfortunate that they're not willing to put the conference in the country ahead of their own uh, personal beliefs or ambitions. And so, you know, we we feel strongly that we can make this happen tonight and finally move forward to do the job that we were elected to do. Because as I said uh, earlier this week with you, we have a number of pieces of legislation that uh, we put together over the last two years to solve the crises. And we're eager to pass those bills and get them on the Senate's desk uh, and and embarrass the Senate into trying to make some changes as it relates to the border, as it relates to energy, uh, energy production, as it as it relates to inflation uh, and public safety. Nicole, it's just common sense. Nicole Mayutakis, thank you for calling in and thank you for your common sense. And let's catch up and hopefully we'll we'll have a, a some common sense tonight at 10 o'clock. Thank you, Nicole okay, Matatakis. Well, stay tuned and watch C-SPAN. Thank you. Uh, Keep thank us posted. You. Uh, and uh, now uh, we had Newt Gingrich call in before, and we typed it because he was in between shows. Uh, let's go to Newt Gingrich to, to tell us what the heck is going on and, and uh, how embarrassing this is. And no, Speaker Gingrich, what the heck is going on? Well, you had a very narrow election, and about 20 members of the House saw an opportunity to try to blackmail the rest of the conference uh, to do the things they wanted done. And uh, even though 90% of the conference voting consistently with Kevin McCarthy, 10% were prepared to take advantage of this unique moment where there was a very narrow margin. Now, narrow margins are not unusual. Uh, McCarthy has the same margin 
that Nancy Pelosi had, but because the Democrats are a machine, she was able to ram through trillions of dollars in spending. Uh, Denny Hastert had a five-vote margin at one point, and he became the longest-serving Republican speaker in history. So uh, they took advantage. They were prepared to take the heat, uh, and they broke into, I think, two groups, people who cared about and who really wanted to get to a more conservative and more open Congress, had a handful of people, probably three or four or five, who really dislike McCarthy. Uh, and there's nothing McCarthy can do to get their votes. Uh, the most he can do is try to get them to vote present, in which case they don't count against his majority. But when you start out at 222 and you have to have 218 uh, if everybody votes, uh, you really are have very limited maneuvering room. Uh, the impressive thing to me is that on, on every single vote, and this is now the most votes taken since 1855. On every single vote, over 200 Republicans have said McCarthy. Uh, so the most that have ever voted against him is 20. So literally it's been about a 90-10 split. Uh, and I think gradually they figured out uh, teeth that were practical and that were philosophically conservative that could be done to, to bring back in most of the dissidents, although a handful of them, uh, it's almost psychological. They just really hate Kevin. Great to be with you, and frankly, it's going to be an exciting 2023. God bless you, and we'll catch up soon. Good. Take care. Now, we're going to catch up with uh, Newt Gingrich on Sunday, and we'll finish that interview on Sunday. But let's take a break, and when we come back, there's some breaking news in the medical industry on Alzheimer's, and uh, let's, we'll, we'll be going to uh, Dr. Michalos, but let's take the break first. You're commuting home with Cats at Night. Now, here's John Casamitidis on 77 WABC. 